1: Hey everybody! Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast here on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Hello, Twitch and YouTube. Uh, not on Wednesday.
0: It'll eventually be on YouTube. This is episode six hundred and twelve. Seeing you say that. This is episode
1: six hundred and twelve, and you still don't have it. I don't.
0: Oh. I don't even know what we we're doing here. Give me you Frankie
1: know. back. Where, <laughs> what is we're, it? Who's, that's a good question. Who's this amateur? Uh, as always, my name is Reese. I'm your host, and with me is the one, the only. The og,
0: Jason, your co-host. Clown Baby Rock. There's a lot of old handles, man. Oh, dude. That's so many a, good ones. A long time Remember I used to write a blog? Uh, you did. You used to write for, for us. Yeah. yeah. It's like five years ago.
1: Well-known well, well known fact, or not well-known fact, excuse me. Uh, Jason and Frankie, very rarely, I can never get them to write for the blog. Mm-hmm. Mostly just because everybody's busy. Frankie hates words.
0: Frankie literally can't write. He actually—he cannot form He can write fairly well.
1: You were an English major. You should be happy to do it. true. And uh, the the number one article for the year for us for uh, I don't know it was like this was back in fifth ed mm-hmm. was a super snarky article Jason wrote called uh, "Blood Angels Hot or Not." <laughs> oh yeah. And it was a joke article, but people yeah. were f- furious because they thought you were being serious. Mm-hmm. And it was the most trafficked article on our site for like the entire year. Yeah. And it was all these people who were so, so upset. And I was like, how do they not see that this is all, it was like all satire. Yeah. The title alone should have hot given it away.
0: That's dating me quite a bit by
1: Hot or Not, if you remember that. If you if you remember Hot or Not, it, that that is like going back to the, the origin of social media. Uh, for those of you who don't know, you put up a picture of yourself on this website and uh-huh. people voted people if you rated were you. hot or not yeah and it's where it's uh, cool mini or not that's where they that's where that came from is they yep. were taking the name that's how that
0: company started right <laughs> they would post pictures of models and people would say they were good or not yeah yeah it's it's it was really fun. Was i mean it was a giant miniatures company yeah. i don't know how i don't know how it, it, uh, it morphed quite, into what it is now but that that's what they started as it was a website
1: quite the transition yeah.
0: And Hot or Not was just
1: like an endless parade of like <laughs> huh, huh, huh. bathroom, like duck faced
0: selfies. It was before um, uh, smartphones.
1: Oh, no, you had to actually scan a
0: picture and yeah. upload it. Yeah. It was, and you would take a photo with like your camera. So I'd so like, been told. In the bathroom, in the mirror. <laughs> and then you'd have to like, you'd have to download the photo yeah. and upload it onto your website.
1: Uh, see, now you're doing that on your Facebook
0: now page. Now it's immediate. Right.
1: Now it's immediate. See, you, you would have loved it back then if you had. Uh, Maybe. The new Jason then. Would no, because then
0: you get a lot of knots, and you're like, ah, oh, depressing. <laughs> yeah, you can delete comments, but you can delete those one star reviews. It was brutal yeah. too. But, People uh, would leave comments too. Yeah. It was bad.
1: <laughs> it was funny. Anyways. It was. It was a. Those are funny days. Those were yeah. days. I was in, like Tila Tequila, like made yeah. a career for herself out of like being a cute girl on the on like Hot or Not. I should go back
0: into those Hot or Not articles. Those were fun.
1: It was so funny. Very basic. So funny,
0: and somebody agrees. The uh uh. It was, I just couldn't believe that that article that you like. Because people were searching blood angels because blood like, angels were terrible at the time. So everyone was like, how do you win with blood angels is like the keyword people would like search. And then they my articles would come up because I wrote yeah. a whole series of blood angel articles. They were all jokes. They were kind of, but some of them were actually like somewhat serious because I tried to play oh. blood angels at the time. Yeah. Uh, really funny stuff. And yeah. It was it was funny because like I took it so
1: seriously and I wrote like every day for the blog back then. because. Yeah. We didn't have contributing writers, mm-hmm. and then you crapped out an article in like 15 minutes, and it was the number one article. On yeah, the site. just like in
0: college, man. Like 10 page paper due tomorrow, no problem. I got a bunch of coffee brewing, yeah. a couple Adderalls.
1: That's funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, CWW, 40 wow. months Jesus.
0: subscribed. Thank you. That's older than some people in the chat.
1: I think it is. Yeah. Actually, so if you convert months into years. Uh, then it's probably more than most of them. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for your support. Uh, if anybody's ever encouraged or considered supporting us with a, um, um a sub, we super appreciate it. It helps keep the lights on here. Mm-hmm. So thank you very much for your continued support, but, uh, hot or not the uh, old days, of the internet and Jason's mediocre articles aside, top rated. Actually, it's true. Top rated. And our final note on that topic, uh, Frankie would write, I would, I would, like, make him write an article, like, mm-hmm. once every, like, month yeah, or two. And they yeah. were always super popular. I and mean, it was, like.
0: But it would be because he would write how he talks. <laughs> and they'd be, like, two paragraphs long. Yeah. He'd be, like, he'd be, like, hey, what's up? This is Frankie. Today I'll talk about orcs. And it was so all. Pretty like, good. It was all, like, like uh, <laughs> it was all just, like, slang. Yeah. And, like.
1: A lot of Linkin Park ways. references. <laughs> <laughs> A
0: lot of angsty, uh, angsty pop rock. It's, like, what up? Son, <laughs> did he talk about this? It'd be so bad? I, it just resonated with people, yeah. man. I was always like, "How are these articles so popular?" But yeah, they
1: were. And on to the news. Mm-hmm. The this week's pre-order from Games Workshop is the new Kill Team Commanders. What's up? What up?
0: Yeah. What to do? Let's do a Frankie, Frankie review. Frank, well, I don't. Frankie doesn't really do a good reviews. He's like, "Oh, this is a Kill Team Commander. It's a, the packaging is pretty good." <laughs> Sick. Pick it up. It's not too heavy. Yeah. Sturdy. (laughs) It's
1: a sturdy box. Sturdy box. Uh, But the Kill Team Commander is the new expansion for the Kill Team game, which is the Skirmish 40K, basically. Yep. Uh, Very similar in some ways, very different in other ways. There's alternate model activation in some of the phases. Mm -hmm. Mega popular. Kill Team has turned out to be extremely, extremely hot product. People are really enjoying it. They are. And this new release introduces HQs into the game. Yeah. And uh, Jason, why don't you tell us a little bit more about it in a Jason-style review?
0: (laughs) So the 10 minutes beforehand reading it, sure. Yeah. yeah, So you can add characters to your warbands now, which is kind of a big deal, so you can expand onto them. They come in different levels. So um, in each level is corresponding point cost, same as the the specialists and whatnot you get in the normal kill teams. Um, They have their own commands that they can give. They have special abilities. They have things like heroic intervention, stuff like that. Oh, so cool. a lot of the 40K rules carry over uh, into this with the character or the commanders. Uh, it, basically, what they did is every single faction, they took the, like, iconic uh, non-named non character HQs uh, and put them into the game for you. So, like, Tau... But but they also kept it where, like, you know, Tau didn't get, like, the Tau commander suit. You, you get, get the like... Yeah, fire you blade. get the fire blade. You get an ethereal. Yeah. Um, interestingly enough... For the whole Adeptus Astartes, it's only Primaris Characters. Hmm. I that's wonder if that's possible. a sign
1: of things to come.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Uh, so, uh, which, you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, like, for me personally, like, if I'm going to start Kill Team, which I haven't yet, again, just time. If anyone's ever spent any time here at the, at the office slash warehouse, they know yeah. kind of how crunched we are. But uh, I'd probably use it as an opportunity to start a Primaris Army. Because I love the model so much. And then do a Primaris kill team. So now I can add on a Primaris librarian, a captain, a lieutenant, um, or a chaplain. Probably the chaplain because the model looks so cool. That is one of um, the coolest models. You know, Astro gets a commissar. They get the company commander. So everyone gets their generic characters added. And again, you can pick the level you want, and then the points will correspond to how high it's 1 through 4. And then they all come with their own special abilities. So they'll buff the squad. Again, Heroic Intervention helps. All that kind of cool stuff. They have their own... Um, I don't know what they're called. They're not stratagems, but they're like uh, command cards... Um, yeah the command cars. again we're, we're not we don't play a lot of the kill team here uh, unfortunately it's just time um, but from what I saw this adds a lot to the game quite a bit to the game and that this was actually my biggest complaint about kill team when it first came out I was like oh it's stupid it's just infantry squads. I don't care like what why can't there be a character uh, being added um, and then here we go yeah and it's the rule book is hefty and again like, it is. there's a lot of background in it fluff
1: we're speaking somewhat from a position of ignorance because we don't actually play kill team not because we yeah. don't like it but as Jason said, we just simply don't have time. Yeah, it's compartmentalized. Right now, yeah. at least, we don't really have any time. But uh, mm-hmm. it looks like a great product. Um, so thank. we had a, a gentleman, Mike, come in to help with uh, making terrain. Last night, he's a big kill team player. And uh, they run in a, a league at a local store around here. So if you're a San Diego local... Uh, hit up, hit him up and then you can get some uh, fun Kill Team action in mm-hmm. and uh, Mike or Keith also does too Keith Berry
0: it's big here in San Diego it is
1: a lot of people play it and because um, it's super easy it's
0: like it is. most people have the models already yeah
1: it's a low barrier of entry I mean it's 10 to 20 it's like well no it's not even that's like 5 to 20 models mm-hmm. and uh, the board is quite small yeah uh, and we will be making FLG mats that would be the appropriate size for games like Kill Team mm-hmm. in the near future um it's just easy to play. The games are yes. quick and uh, I can see why it's so popular, but again, uh, haven't played it yet. I'm sure we will. I want to, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, still, like I haven't even still played the new Necromunda yet either. You know, I just yeah. haven't had time, yeah. uh, but that's a good problem to have because we've been busy. Mm-hmm. So check it out. And, oh, what, what I was saying is, my, well, there's a
0: bunch of other pre-orders too. Yeah, there's a bunch of different the packages. Individual boxes. Each, right. they, so each faction that has been released so far, so not every single faction on here, but like, all the kill team box sets that have come out have a corresponding unit leader that's come out as well.
1: And then the box comes with all kinds of other and fun named, goodies. They're and named stuff. characters, yeah.
0: which is kinda cool. So like some the, the old uh orc war boss with the squig on his base. Um, he's been renamed and now is named um, He orc. used to, what was he? He used to be uh, He was a character, but they I can't they remember what continuity. his name
1: was. Yeah, he was really good back in like sixth edition or something like that. He was in one of those uh one off boxes. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was fighting the uh, Space Wolf Crom Dragon Graze. Right. I can't remember what his name was. Uh, he was really Krom's good. Krom's cool. Crom is cool. Yeah. He, he's okay in 8th edition, but... But the model's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the model. He's, he was modeled after the guy from, the I think it was the 4th, 3rd the Ed? 4th mm-hmm. Ed book where it's the blood claw running across the bridge at the orcs. That was what he was modeled off of, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Really good. So, uh, if you're interested, Mike gave it his endorsement. Mm-hmm. Um, who came by to help with terrain, which super appreciate. And uh, he said it looked really cool. So check it out. If you're a Kill Team player, you can pick it up at a discount from Frontline Gaming. And of course, we offer free shipping within the continental United States for orders $99 and up. Mm-hmm. So if you want to pick it up, maybe a couple of little box sets, a mat, whatever. Uh, you can also save money on shipping. Speaking of which...
0: Yeah. You're I love so, it. You are Reese's swan song.
1: This, the, <laughs> this mat was... It was my idea. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know what that makes people think about me. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of of uh, horror movies and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it is October. So, the mat that we are releasing, the new FLG mat we are releasing for this uh, period, right. is the Horrorscape mat. And it is truly disgusting. It is disturbing. It to is say disgusting the least. on purpose. Pablo almost had a heart attack
0: yesterday yeah. when he saw it.
1: Everyone was making fun of me. They're like, this mat sucks. And of course, we sold quite a few of them already. So, yeah. neener, neener, neener.
0: If you're a Dark Eldar player and you're looking for a display mat for your tray, this is the one. This is it. This Especially is if you play Homunculus Covens. Or like uh, Chaos Space Marines. Yep. Animal Chaos Space Japan. Marines. Malifaux,
1: it would be great for Malifaux. Hordes. Ugh. If you're playing Grimkin. Kingdom Death. Kingdom Death. This was purpose built for Kingdom yeah. Death. Oh my gosh. And uh, where the inspiration from it uh, came from movies like Hellraiser mm-hmm. or uh, Event Horizon. Uh, there was a, a scene in one of the Night Lords books where Conrad Kerr's, is sitting in his throne room, and it's at that peak of his madness right before he's assassinated by uh, the assassin, mm-hmm. M. Shin. And they describe his throne room. Yeah, now they've kind of retconned it to the fact that he may not have been killed. Yeah. Which you know what? I hope he didn't because I want that model eventually. She was truly really killed. She got her butt. Hit, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah. but uh, they describe his throne room as being all these like people that
0: have been flayed and stitched together, but yeah. they're still alive. From it's from the kiosk. Power would, yeah would, like the the demonic power would keep them alive after being skinned
1: yeah but he they had them all stitched <laughs> yeah. together and they're all moaning and screaming and he's like sitting in his throne like enjoying the sound and i was like yeah this is the most
0: and the other time, dude is like, like what the yeah hell.
1: like most of them walked in and they're like our father has truly lost it yeah. and that that scene really stuck with me and um, i thought that would be cool uh it, it was an influencer on the part of the design yeah so it's a disgusting awful ghoulish Matt, There's a lot going on. It is. There's eyeballs and faces and stuff in it. So it's really, really screwed up, and I like it. Hopefully yeah. you do, too. It's very unique, Matt. Obviously, um, you'd want to come up with some really just crazy bananas terrain for it.
0: Yeah, uh, Like Malifaux, this would really work. It would work great for Malifaux, yeah. yeah.
1: And hopefully you like it, too. Obviously, it's not going to be to everybody's taste. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who can see a setting or a campaign, you'd want to play... A Game On, I hope you like it, pick it up. It is available at a 20% discount, which is significant from now until the end of the release period, which is October 30th. Perfect for Halloween. And uh, hopefully you like it. Yeah. The reactions from people to it so far have been really funny. (laughs) They've been all over the board from like, I love it to like, ugh, (laughs) which is exactly what we were going for. So check that out and hopefully pick it up if you think it is something you could use. Uh, the SoCal Open is just around the corner. We're very excited. We, uh, we're we always pumped to have people come and host them here in our hometown of San Diego. Again, it's going to be up at the Del Mar Fairgrounds, which is in the northern part of San Diego County. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful area. Del Mar is a, it's a quintessential California beach town. Yep, Gorgeous. We're very, very close to the ocean. So, of course, if you want to come and bring your family, they can have a beach. Holiday, you can have a gaming holiday, and at night there's all kinds of fun stuff to yeah, do. Bring the
0: kids; they can go to Legoland while you're mm-hmm. playing dice.
1: You can go to SeaWorld. You can go to the dice. San Diego Z- the San Diego Zoo. There's so much cool stuff to do in our city. So it's always there's a lot. It's a lot of fun to have people come and check it out because we have a lot of pride in our hometown. Go to Hillcrest. Yeah, if you are looking for a, a wild ride, you can go to Hillcrest. It's A little yeah. bit different, uh, but everyone enjoys things their own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown San Diego is a, a lot of fun too. All kinds of cool stuff. So we hope you come and enjoy it. For those of you that are coming, we can't wait to host you. It's going to be a really fun event, and uh, it's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, We still do have room. The venue is ginormous, so we still have uh, tickets available if you do want to come. And of course, even if you're not going to come and play, you might want to swing by and just check it out. We're going to have tons of really, really good deals on products. Mm -hmm. Uh, You'll be able to pick up FLG mats at the end of the event for a really uh, nice discount. Of course, they are used, but very slightly used. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will also have uh, uh, deals on games Workshop shop products. We'll be running sales uh, prices. We can't even advertise due to the, the trade policies. So you can come by, pick up some stuff, save some dough. And yes. of course we'll have the second hand yeah. shop there as well. So tons right. of screaming hot deals. Yeah.
0: There's a ton of GW products. Newly used.
1: Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but I, I actually think we might have a, a fully assembled Titan, Ooh. a, a war Titan chaos. I think that might be available for purchase at the event. Um, And it's like partially painted too. So a lot of the work's already been done. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you might want to come by and check out some of the really, really cool uh, unique items that we'll have available through the secondhand shop. And of course that is the weekend of the 27th, 27th to 28th, Tomar Fairgrounds. Next weekend. Yeah. So come by, check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you can't make it, you can catch it on the stream. Uh, And that is what you're watching us on right now, unless you're Mm -hmm. listening to us on the podcast or watching us on YouTube. It is Frontline Gaming underscore TV. Check us out over at Twitch. Mariana will be the one-woman show, getting it done. It will probably be only 40k because it is. It's we have a tight schedule and it's difficult to switch out Mm -hmm. tables. We're only gonna have one stream table, so we'll try to get a little Age of Sigmar action if it's possible, but we're not gonna promise that. We'll see if we can make it happen, but uh, count on it probably being 40k. And also, if you're in the area and you'd like to help out with terrain. We would really appreciate it. We're coming down the home stretch um, pretty much around 4 p.m. every day. Mm-hmm. We start working on terrain, and uh, if you want to come and help out, we'd love to have you. Or this weekend, this coming weekend of the 20th and the 21st, mm-hmm. if you'd like to swing by Frontline Gaming, we'll be doing terrain all day, Saturday and Sunday. Of course, if you come by and help out, we're happy to feed you. We'll have uh, you know sodas and stuff available. We really would love to have your assistance. If you're in the San Diego area and want to come by and uh, contribute to the event, it'd be wonderful to have you. So if you can make it, please do. I will be here all dang day, both days, nice. <laughs> and the rest of the crew will be coming in and out throughout <clears throat> the day. So if you want to come and hang out, it's it's work. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, it's, it's, it's uh, make no mistake, it's definitely work, but it's also really fun. The environment is quite enjoyable. So if you want to come and hang out, we'd be happy to have you.
0: Can't wait. Yeah, it's coming up. I can't believe it's already here. Yeah,
1: you? I know. Like, it, that's always the feeling. But, yeah. you know, we've grown quite a bit. Like, the SoCal Open, within, it's already going to be a, a massive event. But within the next, like, two years, mm-hmm. it's going to be huge. Yeah. Like, it'll be one of the biggest 40K events um, in the world, probably. And uh, the Age of Sigmar event is, is growing, too. So, very excited to see what happens with it. Because San Diego is a great place to have an event. hmm and speaking of events, the BAO 2019 is putting up big numbers already as well. To nobody's surprise, it always does. Uh, we're very much looking forward to the change of pace and the new venue at the Kublicon Convention. Uh, there was a little confusion. Some people were emailing in. It's at the Crown Plaza. I guess there was um, it was accidentally being labeled at the other hotel on mm. Kublicon, but it is at the Crown Plaza. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, especially for 40K, please do. They're selling really quickly. And we can't wait to see you all there too. That will be coming up in May in Northern California at Mm -hmm. the Kublicon convention. Tons of stuff to do, Uh, a whole host of events. It's not just 40K, we've got multiple 40K events, 40K narrative, Age of Sigmar, and uh, we'll see if we can fit in some Kill Team and Shadespire too. We're just looking for TOs. Yeah. So if you're out there and you'd like to, you think you would like to do
0: that, please reach out to me. Yeah, if you live in the Bay Area, Mm -hmm. it's easy to get there. It is. Yeah.
1: It's, it's literally, it's right next to the, the San Francisco airport. Right. Uh, great, great place. Easy to fly in. Mm-hmm. Relatively affordable compared to staying in the city, which is really expensive. Yeah. And, uh, but you can just pop right in on the BART, go into the city. If you have family coming, you can go check out Fishman's Wharf, go downtown, all that fun stuff mm-hmm. that, uh, San Diego, that San Francisco has to offer. So some of the FLG staff recently attended the Cruise Hammer 2018 event, which was a blast uh, over 60 gamers on a Caribbean cruise, uh, enjoying the setting, each other's company, and of course, games. Highly recommend it if anybody is interested in going. They tend to do them every two years. Uh, it makes for a great vacation. You really don't have to plan anything except getting yourself to the port and back. Really, really, really good time. A big thanks to Ben and Dan and everybody uh, that uh, Rhonda, who put it together. They did a tremendous job. Uh, we had, There was a 40K tournament. We were playing, you know, um, uh, Game of Thrones, Settlers of Catan, there's RPGs going on, board games. Mm-hmm. Of course, being on a Caribbean cruise unto itself is pretty awesome. Uh, the prices are all very reasonable because they get a really good group rate. So check it out. If it's something that you're interested in, highly recommend it. I threw in a couple pictures, um, not of the boat itself, but of some of the places where you get off, You know, beautiful white sand beaches, cool Spanish forts and all kinds of neat stuff that mm-hmm. you get to check out. So, and really the, the, the best part about it really is just quality time with other people that share your interests. Mm-hmm. So check it out. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been two year, two times now and it just I had a tremendous time both times. So I uh, hope to see everybody on it next time or more people. It was really, really fun.
0: They do it every year, right? Every two years. Every two years. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I, they're talking about the next one would be a Hawaiian cruise, which sounds oh. pretty cool. So, or a Mexican cruise.
0: Mexican cruise would be pretty close by.
1: Because if it left from the San Diego port, that would be pretty convenient because I could almost literally almost walk walk to it. Yeah. (laughs) It'd be nice for us. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's great. Like, really, it's just going to dinner and like hanging out with people. And you get a lot of just quality time going to the hot tub, cruising around some island. Um, You do all kinds of fun excursions, zip lining, all this crazy stuff. It's just really, really fun. Um, And I'm sure we'll have an interview with the guys who run it uh, sooner than later. So that you can uh, hear about it from their perspective, but as someone who's gone as an attendee, it's it's been really really fun vacation. Cool. Yeah, like it a lot.
0: So mm, big, big news. The big news. The biggest news. Biggest news of, of this show this week, mm. this month really, mm. if you would call it that. So if you're an Orc player, you've been waiting very patiently. Or un- or impatiently. Or impatiently,
1: uh, as we've seen. Exceedingly impatiently. But uh, GW's finally revealing some information from the Codex, which mm-hmm. is what I think most of us have been waiting for. Yeah. Now, we've seen a lot of the Speed Freak models. They're amazing, mm-hmm. tremendous, the best. Love them. They're really good. Some are better than others. I think they all look just super-duper orc Like, they nail it. Uh, very excited about it. But why yeah. don't we talk about some of the rules sure. from the decks? Because I know... A lot of work players that they've been chomping at the bit. Um, the models are always the most exciting part. Rules a close second. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. So what they're looking at right now is
0: the Speed Freaks. It makes sense, which seems to be the the kind of the new new focus on the Codex in terms of models and everything is going to be is the the Speed Freaks element, right. which is all which is good because if you remember all the stuff that's in there previously from the Speed from Freaks is from like the mid 90s. Yeah. And it's they're ancient. small. And, and like the, the buggies are about as big as the Terminator. Yeah. They're,
1: <laughs> they're so, so old. Yeah. So they, like GW, it would appear that they decided to focus their new models all on the sub faction. Mm-hmm. One of the clans, which is the speed freaks. they one of the clans of orcs. Mm-hmm. So if some of you out there were hoping to see maybe, I don't know, some other orc models, it may not happen. Yeah. Um, not but now. But yeah, in the yeah. future, who knows? But uh, the models that we did get are Absolutely in my opinion stunning. I think mm-hmm. they're just so characterful and, and cool But let's take a look at some of the rules. So now obviously we're they're, they're really focusing on speed freaks That doesn't mean that there's not other stuff in the codex. Just wait. We're mm-hmm. probably coming up here very very soon um, But yeah, they're, they're, There's all kinds of other clans and fun stuff. Yeah in the book as far but, as
0: we as far as we understand it That every clan is gonna be getting just like kind of like Space Marine chapter like every single codex has come out so far they're all going to have their own special rules right. and stratagems and all that kind of cool stuff.
1: And of course, we we really can't talk about it in depth until the, yeah. they put it up on the community site. And I don't know anything.
0: Yeah, because Jason actually act. literally doesn't know. I I, I,
1: I'm just <laughs> wait, I'm just <laughs> patiently waiting to be able to, yeah. to gush about the cool stuff that you get. But uh, one of the first things they showed us with Speed Freaks, they showed off one of the stratagems, and that's the Billowing Exhaust Clouds. It's a 1CP strat, very affordable. Mm. And until the start of your next turn, subtract 1, from hit rolls for the unit you put it on um, that is targeted by uh, ranged weapons, and that this is for any speed freak unit mm-hmm. in your army. And they talk about some of the units that have the speed freak keyword mm-hmm. in um, in the section above. Uh, they also look at some of the um, uh, the Def kill the Def Killer war track. The names are crazy. Mm-hmm. So this is the the dude with the giant claw. He's the HQ. The what would be the war boss on the bike is what mm-hmm. we would have called them in the uh, past. So he has a rule speed wall. friendly clan biker and vehicle units within six inches of this model at the start of the charge phase can charge even if they advance that turn very similar to what we have yeah. now. Uh, That's amazing. This is one of the things that makes melee orcs work mm-hmm. is the ability to move advanced charge. It's super duper good. Uh, the thing is with, with bikes and stuff too, you can move advance and it's like first turn charge in many cases. Uh, and the, the boys hit hard. Uh, One of the other cool things they shoot off is the Megatrack Scrap Jet. I love it. They uh, display one of the guns to the rocket cannon, Mm -hmm. 24-inch range, assault 2D3, strength 8, AP2, 3 damage. It's very powerful. Now, again, most orcs are hitting on fives. Keep that in mind, uh, but pretty good. Pretty, yeah, the nose drill. The nose drill is a no, it's one of its mini weapons that right. it comes with, mm-hmm. uh, and this one's a melee weapon. Strength plus two, AP minus two, D3 damage. Yeah. Solid. And now orcs are going to be hitting in combat on a three, maybe even a, a two in some cases, <laughs> and they get lots of attacks. So uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Uh, the boom Daca Snazwagon, which might be the greatest name <laughs> I've ever heard in my life, uh, has a big shoot. It has all kinds of guns. They display some of them. Mm-hmm. The options that they're showing you, a uh, big shooter. Same stats as before. A Grot Blasta, again, it's just a wimpy pistol. The Mech Special Assault 9 Strength 5 AP2, 24-inch range. That is fun. And then Burn-A-Bottles, which is basically orc Molotov Cocktails. Assault 2D6, 6-inch range, Strength 4, and uh, no cover. So all kinds of fun guns on this weapon, and uh, it's great. And then they let you know that you can just shoot everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, Billowing Fumes is a special rule uh, that is on the... Uh, same, it's same the same room. thing. Yeah.
0: It's, it's like a defensive vehicle. So just minus one to be it, hit. It's basically a pillbox. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: even when destroyed, the boom deck of Snagswacket could still cause havoc thanks to its high likelihood of exploding. Uh, if this model is re- reduced to zero wounds, it blows up on a four plus doing D3 mortal wounds to all uh, each unit within D6 inches. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the next unit to take a look at is the Truck Squig Buggy. Uh, again, an amazing name. Uh, and it lets you... Talks about all kinds of fun stuff that it has. You can throw uh, squigs. They have all kinds of different fun squigs, like the mm-hmm. bile squig, the, the bitey squig, the boom squig, mm-hmm. uh, and then of course all these other crazy squig launches and, and, and fun stuff. So, yeah. uh, and the picture's amazing. The orcs loading like, crazy squigs into his gun. Yeah. Uh, that's just fun. Uh, and they also talk about the fact that you can lay traps. You can drop squigs around as you fly around the table. Okay. Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, the custom booster blaster was one of the coolest units that uh, I really liked it. Uh, one of the fun ones is the spiked ram uh, on a four plus. After you charge, you do D three mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. Has all kinds of fun, uh, fun guns. But the shock jump drags to. That's uh, the. This is the one that just randomly teleports around the table. Oh it's dude. Every time when I was when we were um, doing testing and stuff for the unit, I just always imagined Back to the Future mm-hmm. when the DeLorean hits. What is it? Eighty five or sixty seven or whatever the heck. I can't remember. is it? I
0: thought it was eighty
1: eight. Eighty eight or something yeah. like that. Whenever it hits it and it just, like, teleport, it yeah. pops. But then this guy is just, like, flying around the table, boop, boop, pops up in another place. It's just fun. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And then he also has a really cool gun as well. It's quite powerful. It's a D6 damage, strength 8, AP3 weapon. Mm-hmm. But, again, he's not always going to hit with it. But if you're an Nord player, that shouldn't really bother you. Right. Um, but the shock tunnel special rule, like, just for the, the theater of the mind, the way you picture it, mm-hmm. it's just so much fun. And then of course it's also going to be really useful on the tabletop too, yeah. for grabbing objectives and things like that. It, it, it doesn't always work. It's on a four plus, but you know if you, if you need to go snag an objective or something like that, like that that is potentially a game winning uh, play. Yeah, yeah. And it just it deep strikes back on the table. So lots of fun stuff. And again, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I yeah. can't wait to talk more about orcs and what you should expect from them. Right. Um, I mean, that, the, the models are brilliant already.
0: Yeah, but the uh, the first thing to come out is the Speed Freaks box game, um, which these vehicles are all going to have the rules in them and stuff like that, uh, and that's this weekend. Yeah,
1: they've already the been pre-order. talking about it that's coming yep. up, so again, if you want to get your pre-order in with us, please do. I have a feeling that this box set is going to sell out really quickly because it's full of all, like a lot of the new models, mm-hmm. and org players have been waiting forever for new stuff. Yeah, They're going to be really excited, so I have a feeling these are going to go quickly, so if you want to get it, I would recommend putting in your pre-order uh, on Saturday.
0: Saturday, 10 a.m. Pacific yeah, time.
1: 10 a.m. And you just, I like. There's been issues with running out of stock again lately, so yes. you just want to make sure you jump on that. Uh, if it's something that you want and you're not patient, mm-hmm. put in your order as soon as possible. Yep. So a lot of exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't wait to see the happy, smiling faces of the org players. Yeah. Down- downside is it. It doesn't look like you'll be able to play the Codex at SoCal. Womp womp.
0: Yeah, I mean, the trend is right now is when they've been t- saying that they're doing a month of something. It usually means the very last weekend of the month is when they will be releasing the actual. But the price.
1: last weekend of the month is the, right. the 27th. So, right. yeah, we'll see. And maybe it will come out then. We don't know. Right. We'll just we'll wait. We'll, that we'll seems find to be the trend. Yeah, to uh,
0: So, you got to have the build up first. Yeah. You got to have the climax. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's the key to it. You start with the climax. That's
1: the key. You got to take your time. So, yeah, you know,
0: that's get, not good. Get them warmed up. That's what I've been told
1: uh upcoming 40k itc events we have quite a few this weekend including a major the dragonfall itc event in elmhurst illinois all kinds of other fun events get out there uh support your local Mm -hmm. scene get your points have fun and participate upcoming age of sigmar itc events we've got all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. of course including the socal open age of sigmar event which is coming up in just about 11 days a lot of players right yeah, I don't know if we're going to hit major status, but mm-hmm. uh, we're GT. Well, like it's we're flirting with it. We're very close. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we do hit that major breakthrough uh, Ooh, point.
0: There's one called Age of Sigmar tournament
1: in Fremont. Yeah, <laughs> sounds fun. Can't wait to see. Can't wait to see everybody there. Uh, the Age of Sigmar armies are always gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Current 40k ITC top five. Nick Nanavati continues to lead the pack, although his once seemingly invincible lead has been cut down significantly. Mike Porter. Has jumped into second place and is trailing Nick by nice. only eleven points. That's that is, the Brit, right? Um, Mike Porter is the Brit. Oh, I can't See, remember. I believe he is. Yeah. I believe he is. I feel I, Mike. I apologize. Uh, too many names bouncing I around. I feel he head. was because he was in the I top think, five. And I we think said he. he is, come, yeah. And
0: then he sort of said he was going to come. Well, because yeah, I knew you
1: know, he. I was talking to him earlier, and yeah. he just was going to another event. Right. So.
0: I think it is yeah. him. And He's I, coming to the LVO. Yeah, Nick Navarria, I feel, will be at the LVO as well. Nick will definitely be. Yeah, there. so it should yeah. be a pretty good. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna be all these. I mean, who knows? Like Josh Death's usually there. Um, yeah. Trent
1: Trent Northington, I'm sure, will be there too. I mean, the top ten usually shows up yeah. unless life gets in the way. But uh, it's crazy because the the we're gonna Where? we're gonna be having almost 800 players registered yeah. for the uh, 40k championship at the LVO. Um, we're just about at 800, which is freaking right.
0: insane. There's some new names on here as well. I've yeah. never seen it. Lay Abbey. Yeah, Who's uh, that?
1: Uh, I don't know, actually. That's interesting. So yeah, the top 10 has gotten a big shakeup, but it's going to be really interesting because uh, there's so many points to be had mm-hmm. at the LVO this year that obviously the people in the top, you know, 30, <clears> 20, <throat> they're in the best position. But the, if, if you you could be a dark horse that has only four scores and then you come in and you do well at the the LVO and you could win the whole dang ITC. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's going to be very fun. It's going to be a very exciting finish. It's gonna be very interesting. Uh, The, the, I think the most exciting part, not only is going to be who wins, but to see how it shakes down with the faction awards. Cause Mm -hmm. there's so many points to be had just by showing up at the LVO and, and playing all your games, Mm -hmm. you're going to get a lot of points. Uh, and, and it's, it's going to be very exciting, as the end of the season should be, right? Like, that that makes it super exciting and fun. Yeah, and you don't want to have and,
0: somebody up by, like, 300 points. And then have
1: it yeah. and then walk away with it before it's even done. That's mm-hmm.
0: not fun. Which has I mean, not happened, though. That's never happened.
1: We, one year we had, I, I think it was PJ Pants that went in, and it was like he had to, like, not make the top eight to, to lose. And right. that was the only time we've ever had that. Every mm-hmm. other year it's been very exciting. Yeah. So uh, tons of shakeup. Mike Porter moves into second place. nipping at Nick's heels. Trent Northington, still within striking distance, with 692 points. Matt Root hangs in there in the top five Mm -hmm. with 691 points. And then Arcon Skari, who is um, from Canada, will be at the LVO. He also is a solo faction player. For all the people who have little hurt feelings about allies being obviously better and all this other stuff,
0: well, here you go. What's his solo faction?
1: Just Dark Eldar. It's funny, and it's so funny when I say that, too. I'm like, hey guys, look, like, you know, you don't have to have allies, Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, everybody knows Dark LR the best single faction codex. I'm like, are they okay? No, but it's just so funny. I'm like, can you, like, people are just so unwilling to admit Mm -hmm. that they're even like partially incorrect. I have no problem. And I think anybody here,
0: anybody there, on the top ten if they were to take a single faction list, it would still probably be in the very top of the- they be um, kicking they're still. It's still these are the same players we see year after year, yeah. after, year after year after year. Sometimes new people kind of come in who haven't participated before, but they're also on that same level of uh, um, the competition level, the competitor yeah. level, the skill level. These guys all have that.
1: It's The skill you know. is more important than the list, but the thing is it's yes. hard to, to debate skill mm-hmm. on you know Facebook groups and yeah. forums and stuff. So people tend to focus on the list because it's objective and it's something you can look yeah. at. And then people like to sound like they're really smart, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, it's obviously this did that." That's right. never the case. But if that's
0: the case, take Nick Nadevani's list, and then you should win every single time. And then you should be in the top ten, right? Yeah, but it doesn't happen.
1: No, it never does. So, and people people just get so fixated on it. Yeah. And uh, there you go. You know, you can be a solo faction army and be in the top five in the world can you be solo fashion gray nights that would be much harder to do what if you had the <laughs> that top would be five? a little bit more i would be uh, so impressed maybe if somebody some special dice mm. Mm. Yeah. get some of them get some of them special dice some them cooked dice yeah but uh congratulations to scar who again he's a super nice guy he's a community organizer and leader in uh, his part of canada really good dude and you can, it can be done, right? Like I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's that people's concerns yeah. are invalid, that that allies don't add a lot. They do, but it's like, it's—I again, I just don't think it's as big of a deal as people. Yeah. some people tend to make it. But everyone's opinion, they're free to hold it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and congratulations. There might be other people in here too that are so affectionate. Like Nick Rose plays Gene Sealer Colt,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which just doesn't even have a codex right. when he's in the top 10. So right. it, it, it can be done. You know, just as I've said a million times, don't drink the internet Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of the people that are smashing their keyboard the hardest are people that don't actually go out and
0: get it done. They don't go to tournaments.
1: Yeah, they're just yeah. they're people who have a big opinion, which is fine to be honest. They spice things up and keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. But re- take what you read with a grain of salt. Yeah. Trust your own instincts. As I've said a million times, mm-hmm. if you think you have a list that you can win with, you're probably
0: right. Yeah, and, but you have to go to large events to to try it out. Yep, yeah. like you can't you go, need practice. You can't go to like you know, 10 of your local game stores, eight person events. And then all of a sudden you're an expert on your list and you're, and then you're, you know, Oh, my, my one faction list doesn't work because I've never do well, but you're, you need to go you need to travel. You need to go to these big events to see how you actually do.
1: Yeah. Join a gaming club yeah. of other guy players who like to play the way that you do. Cause if you notice every single person mm-hmm. in the top 10 is in a club and their club is good and they're practicing against people that are good. Yes. That's the best way to improve. If you don't have one, make one. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, take the initiative. It's, it's not hard to do because, Everybody who's into the hobby wants to be a part of mm-hmm. these things. You can make t-shirts.
0: Yeah, it's fun. You can do, it's fun. It's like having a bowling team. Go or camping like together. Yeah, all kinds of good you stuff. You know, you can do a lot of wrestling. Mm. You know, <laughs> is that
1: how you prepare for yeah, a tournament? Okay, yeah, with the 40 I think that's why you don't. That's the thing. That's why you haven't Greco, won. Go Roman
0: wrestling as far as every <laughs> weekend. Uh, have you
1: seen Turkish oil wrestling? Yes. Oh, man. I was like, what am I watching? Yeah. It's like a traditional Real
0: sport. Real men right there.
1: You pin somebody. Okay. You have to all, put your
0: hands into their pants. They
1: wear the yeah. is leather britches mm-hmm. and they cover each other in olive oil. But okay, this is a traditional sport where the, like the whole town comes out to watch. There's like old men like, mm, yeah. good move. Yep. And they cover each other in olive oil. And the way you pin people is by mm-hmm. sticking your hands down their pants and then pushing them down to the ground. I was like, yeah.
0: what is the That's a feat of strength. <laughs> and right. it's these like, these like young burly men. I'm like, yeah. what am I watching? Ooh. It's like good, like 1920 strong men. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Mariana's getting the vapors. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Just about
1: you? that doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it does. It does. You're such a troll. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's go on yeah, to the Victoria, hobby track. In Victorian times, the Ooh. woman had Ooh. the vapors. <laughs> yeah, something quite different. Just
0: big burly men. Mm. All, right. All right.
1: But uh, i getting excited. I can't wait to see. <laughs> I can't wait to see how it shakes down. Uh, we still have the SoCal Open, which is obviously over 200 people for 40k. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we're going to hit 256. I thought we would this
0: year, but I think we're going to come short. I don't think anybody on this top 10 list will actually be. No, uh, as- Nick Rose is coming. Oh, Nick Rose. Oh, that's a Nick. Good, Nick is coming. Good in. opportunity. Um, but- Eric,
1: Eric truck, who was just, he'd fell off the top 10, but he's come in. There, there's actually quite a few mm-hmm. Don, Don Houston is coming Who was, he just got bumped off the top 10. Yeah. There's actually a lot of uh, really good players. A lot of players coming from the East coast. So, um, the, I mean, even with attrition, we should still be right around 200. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a big score yeah. to be nice. had. And there's still a couple big events too. So it's going to be exciting coming down the home stretch. It gets quiet in, you know, from around Thanksgiving to November, December, December,
0: December. There's, like, not much. Even
1: up to mid-December, yeah. there's still events. But, like, mid-December to, like, mid-January, that's kind of the downtime. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be interesting to see how we go coming into the home stretch. Uh, 40K ITC Hobby Track Top 5, we've got Matthew Bodnarchuk, continues to lead the pack. He's also the only player with five scores. So, he's gone to a major and got his score in. Uh, Lou Rollins is in second place. Mike Gidoni moves up into third. Antonio Cedeno jumps back up into fourth. David Dan Danuser mm-hmm. moves into fifth. Uh, a lot of new names in there, so that's great. And, of course, SoCal Open. Oh, I apologize. There are other players with four, uh, five mm-hmm. scores. And the SoCal Open will be a great opportunity to get your ITC hobby track score up. Uh, AOS ITC top 10, Joe Cryer, continues to crush the competition. Mm-hmm. He will also be at the SoCal Open yeah. uh, with 531 points. Well done to him. Yep. Local James Thomas continues to, to hold strong in second place. I assume he's going to be at
0: SoCal as well. We're going to have another showdown. Between Last Joe year, and James? Joe and James at yeah, the SoCal Open. That'd be yeah. fun.
1: Uh, Matthew Pashby jumps into third. Matthew Jones moves into fourth. And Josh Harvey into
0: fifth. Matthew Pashby is one of our uh, artists. Nice. At the paint studio. Nice. Yeah, so go Matt. Yep. I'm rooting for you.
1: Can't wait yeah. to see everybody at the SoCal Open. Always a great time. Uh, and we will have a hobby update for you as well on our Age of Sigmar Learning League. Uh, we have more people coming. Uh, we usually hang out at Frontline Gaming at, at, on Wednesday nights around 7 and get our hobby on. So anybody in the local area who wants to come and join us, you're welcome to. Uh, we're all just working on our new Age of Sigmar armies. My beast of chaos. Some more than others. Yeah, you have assembled two models. <sighs> I've only assembled. That was a lot. I've assembled twenty uh, gores and a
0: um, the uh, Doom Bowl. Yeah, I'll the try room. to. You know, I'll try to finish the unit tonight. Yeah, if I can. Just my one unit. Because
1: we we're, we're usually here from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. For yeah. anybody who wants to come by, you're welcome to. Mm-hmm. It's super chill. Like the store is basically closed. We just hang out and yeah. uh, hobby. Uh, Shadespire, ITC, top, oh, I'm sorry, Hobby Track, Mm -hmm. Sid Singh back into first place, and this is Vraja Sigmar, Philip Varduzko into second, Josh Lara into third, Ben Nelson into fourth, and Joseph Halifacker into fifth. Well done. Tons of movement. Yep. Always exciting to see. Shadespire, ITC, top five, Mike Kors in first, Andrew Everhart in second, Brandon Ulick in third, Matt Everhart in fourth, and Tony Field in fifth. And of course, we will have Shadespire at the SoCal Open. Very cool. Completed commissions. These are some really good-looking commissions. I like these, these a lot. Are, uh,
0: these are kill teams.
1: Oh, is that what this is? Yep. So oh, both cool. for the same
0: client. They're the, the kill teams that come in the box sets. So the um, the Tempest or whatever one, the, the military, tested the Scions, and then the um, the Reavers.
1: Those, those yeah. Space Wolf Reavers look freaking awesome. They like, really do.
0: They came out really well. Yeah. So, it, it, again, this is just very basic um, paint job, but it's done cleanly, so it looks amazing. Yeah. So it's just a base coat. With um, washes strategically, you know, um, put throughout the model. Um, there is some decal work, which is cool. Um, of course, you're always going to want to add decals. You know, I think models will always look better with them. Um, and then some line highlights. And that's it. You know, very basic basing. Client's very happy with this. Uh, that's they're both our tabletop standard. So if you want something that looks like this, and our tabletop standard is our mid range. It's not our yep. our lowest. Um, we do have a lower range than this, believe it or not. It's just, um, it's
1: not even low. It's just more affordable. The tournament is standard and it's just
0: base coats. And then, which also looks really good. Yeah. We can put washes on that if you want as well, which is all, to be honest, for all of my own stuff that I paint, it's all tournament standard. Yeah. It's just a base coat with a wash. I'm like, all right, done. It's (laughs) usually all the time I have. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, but these came out really, really well. Very affordable. Clients, super happy. If you guys want to get your kill teams painted with us, go to our uh, website, uh, the painting site, and uh, and put in an inquiry. And that's uh, uh,
1: flgpaintstudio.com. Check it out. We have tons and tons of
0: pictures of other stuff we've done yeah. on there, so make sure to check it out. Yep. If you want to paint for us, and you look at these models and you say, "I can do that," and I have time to do that, again, very important. You know, if you have a full time job with a family, it's probably not going to work out. Um, but if this is something that you do already, there's a lot of people out there who just paint models, uh, and you want to uh, see if you can join our team. And our team is all very high rated artists. If you think you have to do what it takes? Go out, uh, reach out to us. Painting at frontlinegaming.org. Uh, where's the application that's also on the paint
1: it's on the paint studio yeah. yeah there's a tab on the paint studio that says do you want to join our team yeah and fill out the application and we're always looking for new talent we are always. It's and uh, working with us is nice because you never have to worry about getting your next job anything because we will we will constantly be feeding you yeah. uh, work oh,
0: that's done okay here's another one here's your next one yeah, and just yeah. it's just as long as you I mean this stuff looks fantastic if you can do this stuff hit me up
1: yeah and it's a great way to either supplement your income or if you can do it full-time, to just plug away and do it as your job. Mm-hmm. We have people who have been doing it as their full-time job with us for like six years now. Mm-hmm. Five, five, six years. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah, it's crazy. So let's jump in and answer some questions in the chat.
0: All right. Uh, Damn, Reese, mm-hmm. that shirt's sure cool. You get a lot of uh, compliments on your t-shirts.
1: Thank you. This is one of my favorite. Obviously, Reservoir Dogs meets Dragon Ball, two of my favorite
0: mm-hmm. pieces of media. Love it. Yeah, uh, Turkish wrestling, I would think Don Hussein really would do well. He's burly. He's got the he's got, got the right build. Yeah, yeah. Oil, uh, oil him up. D, he's
1: got it. Uh, D the nineteen eighty nine. Would you say it's counterproductive to make a competitive club or team if there is another in the area? Nope. Uh, the ex- the existing one is a bit clicky. Uh, no, dude, that's what it's for, bro. Like, if 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 you got a club that's maybe not the most welcoming, or maybe you just perceive them to not be welcoming, mm-hmm. start your own club. Like, the whole point is to have fun and be friends and to promote the hobby. So if people get territorial about it, that's on them. It's not on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be nice. Kill them with kindness. Yeah. And just have fun. You know, like, if there's other people that are, like, that are, that are, that are like-minded gamers, uh, forming a club is the, I think it's like the best thing you can do to keep the hobby fresh, exciting, and fun for yourself. Yeah. Like, you look at all the best players without exception they're all in a club every single one of them yes right like there's beast coast who Mm -hmm. are some of the best players around you got death spiral down Mm -hmm. up in the northeast they're great we got team zero comp who was great coming back (laughs) we're coming back baby we're coming back who's even
0: on the team anymore
1: uh we had there's still quite a few of us a lot of guys we went through a lull we had like 30
0: people on the team yeah we got
1: stupid and then uh uh, our team went through a little bit of a lull because we were just working like mad but the team's coming back we've got some tournament wins we're back in the top 10, I think it's a team. So, okay. uh, and, but the, the main point, like, you know, like the, the West coast Corsairs, the, the, the war hogs, yeah. uh, 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 the, uh, Gulf coast games, I could go on and on, mm-hmm. but like these guys, they become more than just people you game with. They become like lifelong friends, mm-hmm. right? Like these are people that will be at your wedding. Yeah. Uh, these are people that will be there for you when you're going through a tough time in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's really about right not just practicing and getting better and having fun helping each other paint your armies and all that stuff it's just about having a, a social group that you share common interests and you do something together going you go on guys trips or guys and gals whatever yeah to go on tournaments i can't recommend it enough it is seriously it's the best part of the hobby is the the social aspect of it this is why we play tabletop games and not Video games. Most of us would do both, mm-hmm. but if I can only do one or the other, it'd be tabletop because it gives me a chance to hang out with my friends, right? So yeah, totally. If you've got a if you've got a, a, a club in your area that's not super welcoming for whatever reason, maybe you just think they are, yeah. uh, just start your own club, mm-hmm. you know, and just get some like-minded people. And just remember, if there was a reason that you didn't feel welcome in another club, don't do that in your club. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not you're not helping. You're only contributing towards the problem. So. Uh, any thoughts on limiting team size in the ITC, says Green Inc.? Um, I will see. I mean, you don't want to disincentivize people from having a big club. Uh, you only, we only put up your top 10 scores as a club. So, like, it, it's not – like, there is a limitation. Um, I mean, if you have one extremely good player on your club, they put up half the scores. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, you'd have to have, like, three just ringers, like, great players – um, to max out your scores. And then it doesn't really matter how big the rest of the club is. I don't, I don't really think it's something that needs to be done personally. Um, so no, I don't, I don't, that's not on the radar, but we are mm-hmm. always open-minded to try and improve things. Uh, Drunken Mole, Jeff is the captain of team zero comp. Uh, I used to be, uh, I used to be team captain. I was the second, I was not the first. I was the second team captain of team zero comp and then handed the, the, the reins to Jeff. Cause he does a really good job of it. Um, can't iterate enough. Go to events too, especially the big ones. They are amazing balls. Mm-hmm. Says Gregos. It's just, they're just fun. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah. Uh, RVD One of a Kind says the Formula model is great. It was a uh, targeting Swig and Two grots, wrestling a gun. That's amazing. Of course, there's been some controversy over the the orc model that looks like a race car. The formula One race car is stupid. I'm I love it. I'm sorry, it's dude. The front just... the front air scoop yeah. makes you like it like yeah. picks you up and throws you into like a blender. How or That's the most orky thing I could think of. It's just the aesthetic. It I not, love it.
0: does not fit into what I picture it as. I
1: love it. I love the orc yeah. race car, the orc racetrack, race car mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and the other thing, too, I'm so excited about it is, like, I, I really want to put, there's so many different ways to play orcs yeah. in the new codex. is like, the, God, you can go shooty, you can go assault, you can go mech, whatever. Right. Um, I'm just really excited to put some of the stuff on the table I haven't played in a long time.
0: Yeah, we have a huge orc army. Yeah, yeah.
1: My army is ginormous. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Fully, Fully painted. Full painted. Fully painted by Pascal DeForest. By one of our painters yeah. in Master the studio. Artist. I did not paint a single model in that yeah. army. That's like the only army I can say. I didn't literally didn't paint a single model. Uh, Pascal did all of it. And he's a great mm-hmm. great artist, mm-hmm. one of our painters. Uh, uh, Greg says I agree with Reese, it's amazing, and I want three of them. Only bad thing is it is stuck in the speed freaks box first. For oh, now. for the race car, yeah. For now. Uh, greening says going to an event as a team is some of the most fun you'll have that's 100 percent true um every one of a kind asked is the can wall back i can't go that specific yet uh, but i'm sure that we won't have to wait long before we can answer questions like that mm-hmm. uh, blah, blah, blah. next season will itc require the reporting faction to be the largest faction detachment again like
0: in seventh says deviant duck still is Still is. It's never changed. It's still yeah. have to the most points in your list is your... Your biggest your faction
1: is the, your reporting faction. Yeah. Um, we're, so on that topic, uh, there was an article, Salty John put up an article in his ITC Weekly um, article about standardized list submission. And it's something that we've been talking about. Uh, it's something that we're working towards. But people, uh, and the reason why you do it is because like if we have a standardized list submission format, I advocate for the ETC format because it's already being used by lots and lots of people. It's, it fits on one page. It works super easy. You don't have to buy any third party software. A lot of people are like, Oh, just use BattleScribe," And I'm like, you can't ask people, you can't require people to buy a third party product in order to submit their list. That's, that's going to go over like a fart in an elevator. Mm-hmm. What you could do is ask third party list writing, uh, companies to go, Hey, would you Could you make it so you could export in this format? If you could, that'd be rad. And mm-hmm. we could then directly upload it into BCP. Because what you could do at that point is that you have a, a required list uh, format. Everybody does the same thing. You upload it into BCP and then we can gather incredible data. What, what units are people using? Uh, what war gear are people using? It'd be insane how awesome we could get the, the, the data, how specific it could be. Mm-hmm. But we need to all have the same format and that's why we are working towards that and it's funny how quickly people go from, like, to, like, a year ago, people would have like scoffed. They'd be, like, oh, I can't. What, don't tell us what to do. And now everybody's mm-hmm. like, why haven't you done it yet? It's yeah. funny how quickly perceptions change. Uh, but we are we are working towards that, and uh, um, we are working at, at all the different options mm-hmm. to to see which way to do it, uh, which way is easiest. Yeah. And I can I guys I can guarantee you it's not going to be a third party. Uh, a third party uh, software, right? Like, it just doesn't make sense for what we're trying to do. Now we can partner with other companies to achieve the same format, but we're not gonna just pick somebody else's company and say that that's gonna happen. Just For a, a whole number of reasons, it just doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. right? And the ETC format, thousands of people around the world already use it. It's easy to read, it works, it fits on one page. To me, that makes the most sense, but of course we're open-minded to uh, hearing what other people have to say. So it's going to be really cool if we can get to that point, right? And then, you know, you just require people to upload their list by at least like a day or two before the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's locked in. Everybody can then look at it and they're like, oh, cool. They can start having fun, speculating on who's going to play who, all that cool stuff. And then again, the data, it gives us is incredible. And things like what is what is your faction? Uh, any kind of like errors in reporting your faction correctly will be eliminated because mm-hmm. then the, the, the program will just read it and go, you are this. Done deal. It'll make it just so much better. You yeah. uh, know, I'm really excited stoked for that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's I a bunch see. of people talking about some of the other things. Yeah. really not, that. that's fine.
0: Um, They're just talking about orc boys for some reason.
1: Yeah, so in the chat, everybody's mm-hmm. just talking about some of the org stuff, some of which we can't even talk about mm-hmm. yet, so. Yeah. ba uh, ba All right, so everybody's chatting with themselves in chat, which is totally cool. You guys can uh, enjoy that and talk about the word stuff, some of which hasn't even been released yet, so Mm -hmm. we can't talk about that yet, uh, and which may or may not be accurate. Anyway, we hope you all enjoyed episode 612 of Signals from the Frontline. I know we did. Mm -hmm. So please come out, uh, have fun at the SoCal Open. Again, even if you're not going to be attending the event, which we still do have room, come out, check it out, maybe do a little shopping, save some money. We're going to have some screaming hot deals. Yeah. Uh, pick up a mat, whatever you want. Secondhand shop's going to be amazing. And grab your ticket for the BAO because it is selling very quickly as it always does. And we can't wait to see you there. We're going to finish. Mariana, can you throw up? I want to I wanna go out on a positive note.
0: Okay. Horror escape. Star wipe to horror escape.
1: Star wipe. Make it happen. Oh mm. uh, No star wipe? What do we pay you for? I can't wait. It's, it's going to be fun. Oh, there you go. Ooh, no, right the guys. eyeball. Enjoy it. Ooh, I see you.
0: <laughs> Enjoy.
1: All right, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk to you all next week, and all then guys. we'll see you at the SoCal Open in yes. about 10 days.
0: All right, guys.